Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. No. We welcome to the bunker a very longtime friend of ours, Al Murray, the assistant general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Your Lightning won last night, Al. How about that? Hockey is the toughest sport for the top team to win the championship. Because we really have had high expectations for about five years now. We've been to uh, one Stanley Cup final. We've been to two other uh, Eastern Conference finals. And I think that's the expectation of everybody in the organization. And uh, anything less than Stanley Cup will be disappointing for us this year. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Happy Tuesday, everybody. And welcome inside the bunker here in Western Canada. Uh, it is episode number 511 of the RP Show. Still haven't got my headphone worked in. How's it look, though? Looks great. Okay, that's the main thing. Looks awesome. Look good, feel good. Oh, yeah. Uh, you ready to talk sports? Of course. I'm very excited about the program today. I'm excited every day, but our good friend Michael Landsberg's joining us from, uh, can I just say TSN's off the record? Yeah, you can. <laughs> How long has it been since that's been on the air? That's what they should have called the radio show that they're doing. Off the record, no yeah, kidding. Yeah. Uh, I think he's doing okay, though. What do oh, they yeah. call the show he's on, Clark? Get Up? Verse First Up. I thought it was Get Up. Uh, Michael Landsberg will be with us. And then Andy McNeil. From the Vegas Sports and Information Network, from VEASAN, Andy McNeil will join us to talk numbers, talk Stanley Cup playoffs, and all the rest. But just before we jump into the quick six, i got to say this. Um, I haven't watched as much ESPN Get Up as I would like because I was sitting outside on the patio these not hot but nice mornings here oh. in the sweatpants capital. And, and, and as a matter of fact, today I was a little behind getting ready because I'm like, oh, just a few more minutes out here having my coffee and enjoying the sunshine and the Tell birds chirping. Tell me about it. Yeah, it was the same thing. I was on the water, and I, like, it was 8.30. I was still in the water. I'm like, I got to get to, I got a shower yet? I got to get exactly. to the office? Exactly. Exactly. It was one of those. You just can't pull yourself away. You have to understand something. You people that are watching this show where the weather's great 12 months a year, it's not here. So when you get a few days that you can sit outside in the morning and have coffee and you don't want to leave. That's right. Right? So that's, that was me today. But maybe, maybe we should take the show outdoors one day. What do you That'd think? That'd be cool. Uh, let's go with the quick six show topics, please. Enough lollygagging. Enough lollygagging. Let's go. Number one, the Tampa Bay Lightning destroy, eviscerate the New York Islanders last night. 8 nothing in game five of that Stanley Cup playoff series, that semifinal. And the Lightning go up 3-2. And I'm watching the game. And I'm like, this is not a game. Did you watch any of it? What were you doing oh, last yeah, night? Oh, yeah. I was, watched it. 
wasn't even enjoyable. No, it, wasn't. it was three nothing before I, you know, even knew what was going on. And then, and then, Rich Sutter was texting me with his thoughts on the game, and we're going kind of going back and forth. And I said, "Listen, it's not over. Varlamov isn't going to crap the bed again." It it reminded me so much of Vegas losing seven one to Colorado in Game One of Round Two. Like the world was ending then. Remember. And our good friend Dave Randorf, I heard him this morning on NHL radio as I was driving in here saying, oh, it looks like the Lightning are moving on to the Stanley Cup final. I'm like, Rambo, you know better. You don't have four yet. Rambo, you should know better. They don't have four yet. And the Islanders are going to come back on Thursday night just or Wednesday night just frothing at the mouth. So I don't think this thing is over. But I agree with the pundits, and I saw what Craig Button said. Like, the Lightning just steamrolled them. They just flew by them like it was the Autobahn in Germany. The Islanders should be embarrassed. I guess I'd rather lose 8 nothing than one nothing in overtime. They're going to be embarrassed. The Lightning might be feeling a little fat about themselves going into Long Island, thinking this is going to be easy. So, despite 8 nothing and the game really sucked, series ain't over. No, it's not. And I don't really put this on the goaltenders. I mean, it is. I mean, they played poorly but the whole team they mean up and down the ice and those chances and sometimes the pucks just go in wasn't that they were always just going through you but yeah that's top to bottom a a tough one uh for the islanders but you know barry trotz will have them ready game six is back at home i could very much see this series going seven games very much uh darren workman's watching in salt lake city he says is eight nothing in hockey like 63 to nothing in football just asking yeah, it is. I mean, you can sit and laugh at the Islanders all you want. It was one game, and it's a loss. Jeff the Stamps fan says you don't see a playoff game that one-sided very often. You don't, but I just mentioned we saw Canada's team, the Golden Knights, lose in Colorado 7-1 in game one. Now, it's the difference between game one of round two and game five of a semifinal round three. There's a big difference there, yes. but the result is the same. And I expect this to go seven, but it just sounds to me like the Islanders, or I should say it sounds to me like the Lightning think that that's all, it's over and they're going to be going to the Stanley Cup final, which incidentally, I was reading The Athletic this morning too, and I got this, where the heck is it? Here's the, here's the likelihood, Darren, from The Athletic, going to the Stanley Cup final, actually winning the Stanley Cup, 51% of winning the Stanley Cup, the Tampa Bay Lightning have right now, wow. based on their wow. analytics. That means the other three teams are fighting over the other 49%. Exactly, and Vegas has a 36% chance. The Montreal Canadiens have an 8% chance, and the Islanders down to 6%. That's of winning it all. Okay, but for Tampa Bay to advance to the next round, they have an 80% chance, according to the athletics analytics. Wow. You believe in that stuff? That. I, I do, but you have to play the games. Right. Yeah, the chance is there and for betting and stuff like that, but it doesn't mean that they're going to win. You have to play the games. I very much see that series going seven. I really can. be a much different game in game six. Uh, so to point two, <clears throat> Braden Point, who adorns our desk every day, he's right here in his Warrior jersey. He's got an eight-game goal-scoring streak on the go, and that's two off the record of Reggie the Rifle Leach. And I guess last night, after the game, Point talked about this streak, and he's like, I don't even want to talk about it, guys. And I don't think he does want to talk about it. He wants to talk about winning another Stanley Cup. Maybe that would have been a good poll question. Is Braden Point going to hit the 10-game streak and tie Reggie the Rifle Leach? Because do you know how hard it is to score in the National Hockey League? Score, period. Do you think he's going to hit it? 
I don't know. It's so hard. So hard. And when you get so close. He makes it look easy. Yeah, but. sure he does. You start thinking now about it. And people are talking about it. And yeah, maybe you find a way to keep it alive because you put him out there with an empty net or something too. But he's just so good. And I remember Tim Hunter when he was at the Moose Jaw Warriors. Now, Tim coached at the World Juniors. He coached the yep. Moose Jaw Warriors. Some really good teams. And, and, he, and he's in the NHL too, an assistant coach. And he said he had never seen anybody that saw the ice and can distribute the puck the way Braden Point did. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk about his goal scoring. Now we're seeing he's got that too, the ability to shoot the puck and score. I mean, just a special player to watch and a player who does not crumble in big moments. So it leads me to believe he's got a real good shot. It's wild. We're seeing a lot of players that are better in the NHL than they were in junior. Yeah. Uh, Mark Stone, Braden Point, Carey Price. Which, incidentally, that's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who's the top candidate for the Conn Smythe Trophy as playoff MVP as we sit here today? Your options are Nikita Kucherov, Alex Petrangelo, Braden Point, and Carey Price. And on Twitter, Carey Price is leading with 43% of the vote, and I see on Facebook even more. They love Carey Price in this mm-hmm. country. 55% of the vote. So moving on, uh, point three, Montreal at Vegas tonight. The odds makers, by the way, those athletic odds makers and analytics people are going with Marc-Andre Fleury, although on NHL, like that he'll start tonight for Vegas, which I think he should. But then on NHL radio this morning, they thought it should be Robin Leonard and it was a slam dunk, and why are we even talking about it? So it's literally like a 50-50 proposition. Can we watch, Clark? Make sure we find out who's first off. I was going to say, skate today probably Vegas. an hour or two, we should know who's in the starters net and, and who's off first at, pra- at the morning skate and, and who's going to start tonight. I said it. I'm going to go. I'm going with flurry. If I'm the Knights, I'm going to flurry. It's not an elimination game. You know, if it was, I'd maybe consider Leonard the hot hand. You know, you're kind of nervous yeah. about who to start, but the plan is that Flurry's the guy. So go right back. You gave him the rest. Now go right back to your guy. It's on plan. The locker room understands. No, we're right where we need to be right on track. Well, the, um, again, the talk this morning on, NHL radio was that Flurry, he made a mistake. How long does he have to pay for his mistake? Because he's not the only guy that made a mistake. And that's why I think that he should start. He's the guy. But I'm like, why are you guys saying Leonard should start? Whatever. I enjoy the talk. I enjoy the banter. All these Habs fans that are getting so hurt. I hope we're still friends when we emerge from this. You understand it's just a game, right? Like, you don't need to really get that upset and hate me because I'm cheering for the team that's playing yours. It's, it's unbelievable when you think the friendships get ruined over sports. Oh, I know. It's so It's so stupid. Anyways, point four. We still got a lot of time here in the warm-up for Ecole Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecole Electric. Let's get to work. Right after coffee. Uh, Robin Leonard did come out after the game the other night and thanked the media for motivating him. Did you see the clip? Of course. And I love it. Like, I just, in a lot of ways, I wish Leonard would just shut his mouth, but in a lot of ways, people wish that I would just shut my mouth. And it's just not going to happen. How about that? Right. So, Robin, you go, guy. If that's what it takes to motivate you, because if they start him tonight, I'll be comfortable. As a Golden Knights fan, I really will. I would rather start Flurry. I'm a Flurry fan, but the haters. <laughs> the haters. I mean, where would we be without our haters? We haven't talked about that for a while. It motivated Robin Leonard to put up the plywood the other night in a 2 1 overtime win. 
So I get a kick out of the haters. They get me out of bed in the morning. I, it, thank you. Thank you. Because you've motivated me to do all the things that I've done. I know. So I totally get where Leonard's coming from. I don't talk about it a whole lot. He talks about it a lot. He said he shows up at the ring four hours before the and game. He takes, takes his own bus. <laughs> yeah. And for two hours, reads he reads Twitter, Twitter and, and sees all the things people are saying about him. And that motivates him. You know, the media, he says. So he's like, when you guys write all this, you know, crap about me, uh, I go for two hours. And then the team shows up and I, you know, do my thing with them. Couldn't believe it. I don't know if it's true or not. If he actually shows up four sure hours before to read Twitter. But it gets him going. It, it does. It fuels you. Oh, I love this. I love, like just with this show, people are saying it wouldn't last. Look where we are. Rolling on. Keep telling keep us it, what we can't keep, do. Keep it coming. Uh, point five, Carl Nassib comes out as the NFL's first active gay player from the Vegas Raiders yesterday. And tell me if you're the same as me. First thing I thought when I saw that, I got a notification on my phone. Raiders, Carl Nassib comes out as first openly gay player in the NFL. My mind immediately went to Michael Sam, like immediately. And, but I watched the coverage on SportsCenter, as I always do, and I didn't realize that Sam, although he signed and went to training camp, played four games in the preseason for the Rams, he never played in a regular season game. I know guys that played with Michael Sam in St. Louis and in Montreal. Michael Sam's another story. Here's the problem with Michael Sam. He just wasn't that good. Remember when he was drafted and he stood up and planted a big old wet one on his partner at the, remember that draft? And it was like, whoa, we were all like, I guess that was his coming out party on draft day. But right. the problem was he just wasn't that great a player. Carl Nassib seems to be like a great player. I, mean, I don't know too much about him, but I just say, like everybody, like the Raiders are backing him, everybody in the NFL is backing him. And of all the commentary that came out about Carl Nassib, what I liked the best was from Roger Goodell. If you saw his statement, the commissioner of the NFL said, I look forward to a day where this is not headline making. I How agree. about that? I agree. You know, it, it, I think there will be a day. We have to just understand it doesn't happen like that. But these are the little steps that need to take place, whether we're dealing with your sexuality, whether we're dealing with racism. Yep. It's not going to be fixed like this. But every little step that we take is positive. And our kids and our grandkids will grow up in a, in a world that's completely different. We might not. But if we take the steps now, they will live in a better world where this isn't headline news. And you're right with Michael Sam. We have to be able to separate football and the other stuff doesn't mean that you can't come out and be openly gay and be on the football team. But at the same time, we can't keep you on the football team just because you're gay either. And because it's great. Pub and we don't want to you know, look like we're hating because we cut you. You have to still be good at football. But the fact that, you know, he's comfortable to come out. I saw Warren Moon saying that he played with several, you know, gay players that didn't come out. And they're all great players, and they're all great teammates, and you can only imagine how tough it was. Um, so this is a huge step in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. And, but there's a, there's, a, there's a stigma to that, that. But I am in a minority of people in recovery from addiction, and there's a huge, huge stigma there. So many guys that I talk with on a daily basis just petrified of it getting out that they're in recovery from alcohol addiction, drug addiction, or whatever addictions it may be. So that we got a lot of work to do there, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I battle the stigma there as well. And the funny thing is, you know, I come in here every day. You get the best of me better than anybody ever has yeah. as an employer, right? 
So I'm like, well, how is there, how is there a stigma with that? This is the best thing ever. Yeah. But there is. So whatever. We move on. My last point, and it's a big one. I had, here's what I have written. Point six. More CFL vets to retire? Mm. Question mark. Yesterday, Chad Jeter and Braden Tex Schram from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This morning, Derek Dennis, good friend of ours, the bone crusher. Good friend of yours, too. Basically saying, I'm not going to play football in 2021, but I'm not retiring. You should go read his Twitter. He said, I, football is not providing the livelihood for me to support my young family that it once did. So I'm not playing this year, but I'm not retiring. Here we go again. I don't know exactly the reasons behind that other than Derek Dennis is a very honest guy. If this is the reason why he's hanging it up for now, then that's why he's hanging it up for now. Garrick Jones came on this show during the pandemic early on. The commish, remember the commish out of Houston? CFL, NFL vet. He goes, there's going to be so much pain and sacrifice made in the CFL moving forward. Here we are. You're popping champagne. You know, you're throwing streamers. Woo, woo, woo. We're back playing. You're so far away from it being good in the CFL right now. And you're just seeing it more. So maybe we can get Derek Dennis on to talk about his decision, but every day we're going to hear more. It's a lot of pain. Yeah, and we've heard from coaches that there's going to be more retirements. They've got to get these rosters down, too, and who's in shape and who's not. And, you know, it's a tough decision. You want to hang on and hopefully collect another paycheck and a signing bonus and whatever you can do. And with Dennis, you know, not retiring, but he's not playing football, these guys don't want to stop playing. They love football. Of course. They don't want to leave the game. But they got to do what's right for their families, and I respect that. Nelson Hackwich will end it on this, one of our viewers, one of our P1s. Rod said it last year. The CFL will look very different the next time we take the field. Unquote. Oh, no, but Rod's a hater. Rod's just negative. Rod's just a jerk. No. Rod's telling it the way that it is, and everybody's just going to catch up sooner or later. So keep it here, where it's real, every day. And doesn't get much more real than Michael Landsberg, our good friend from TSN 1050 Trana. He'll be with us next. This has been the warm-up brought to you by E-Cold Electric. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. RP Show continues. Minor emergency in the break. Prairie Mobile text line is open, as always. 306-840-8777. And I just, Darren, I panicked. Because yep. I looked down here at the uh, phone and it says, hey, Game Plus Master Control here. We appear to have lost our call. If you could give us a call back. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm just a pretty face sitting behind the mic, dude. But I will tell you. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily, and they can, they'll correct us, but doesn't necessarily mean they lost the feed. So they've got a feed, but they're on the phone, phone. letting us know when we're coming back from commercial, keeping those con- things up. So losing the phone doesn't really alarm me. Not a big deal. <laughs> not a big deal. No, but I'm just saying I panic. Clark just said in my ear, we're 100% right. fine. Okay. I don't know. Crisis averted, I guess. I thought there was smoke coming out of the Millennium Falcon back here. 
And uh, we're awaiting Michael Landsberg joining us from TSN. Clark says he hasn't logged in yet. But you know what? I think we got enough gas on the fire here that we can keep going just fine. Now, here's another thing. While we have a minute. I'm not proud of this trait of mine, but I'm very persnickety when it comes to on-air stuff. Similar to Howard Stern, right? If it's not just exactly the way, I'm just not right. And I had an engineer at the radio station who hated me. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) My headphones had to be just the right way, just at the right volume. My mic had to come in the left side of my, not from the right, or I I couldn't do the game. Or I couldn't do the game. And this headphone keeps popping and breaking, and it's not any of these guys' fault at all, but it's dropping in and out. So I'm just thinking, should I keep going with this? Or how about the old school this? Because you said it's a radio show. Yeah. Right? What do you think? What do you think, folks? You know what? It would take some getting used to. Like, I wear the full earbuds, and I think people are used to it. It looks pretty good. Um, It's a radio show. It's a radio show. I I think people will get used to it. I mean... You, yeah. don't, you don't want to do the two earbuds. That doesn't work for you. Not at all. Can't do it. You can't do it. It's a very, it's a very full resonant sound in these things. Which, which makes you also feel good as a radio guy. Yes. You want to hear that full body sound. Right. So we're working on it. Okay. Sean McCormick's watching in the Game Plus studio in downtown Toronto. And he says, don't diminish yourself, Rod. You're more than a pretty face. The feed is perfect. All is well. Which is perfect to bring in the prettiest face, Michael Landsberg. From TSN 1050. Let's do it. Can we get him on the screen? Now we can't hear him. <laughs> I wasn't talking. <laughs> oh, we got you. How you doing, Mike? You know, I'm uh, I'm really good. I was just I was just on a call. Uh, um, hey, wait a second. I don't have to tell you who I was on a call with, but I just said literally 30 seconds ago. Oh my God! I got to hang up on you right now. I'll call you back later on. I'm supposed to be on with Rod. And she went, "What?" Uh, so um, she got the point when I clicked off and here I am. And I'd like to respond to, you know, the earbuds and the headphones. Please do. Please do. So, so I, think, uh, I think that the earbuds with, with, the, with the wire, with the cord, uh, are really good. But if you wear the earbuds without the cord, with the Bluetooth ones, you look like midlife crisis man <laughs> with two earrings. And honestly, like I go, oh my God, it just, it looks like I'm wearing earrings, which nobody, you know, like God bless you. If you want to wear earrings, great. But, you know, not my style, 100%. So uh, I, I think the wire sends the message, you know, I'm not wearing earrings. These are, these are functional. What do you wear in the morning on the radio? Cans, as we say back in the day in radio? Yeah, yeah, cans, but also with a with a bar microphone. Um, oh. So it's, uh, yeah. But also I, I do that because I'm at home, right? And I'm broadcasting from home and we have for 15 months. So um, I'm at, you know, my kitchen table in the morning and I put the headset on and got the microphone there and, you know, it's all, it's all pretty easy. And by the way, working from home, doing a radio show is freaking awesome. <laughs> Don't tell anyone I said that. You know, I, you know, you have to, yeah. You have to be caring, like really careful not to celebrate your situation during the pandemic because you got to be aware of the fact that you know people have been you know devastated by it. People have, I mean, lost their job, that kind of devastation, yeah. but also loved, lost people that they love, and people are permanently you know affected by it. 
But I've been so lucky because I could work from home. Uh, I get to sleep in for an extra half hour. As soon as I'm done, take the headset off and I'm done for the day. Uh, I have uh, a 90-year-old father who has survived the pandemic. My family is all healthy. So, you know, like if, if I was a religious person, I would thank God for that. I'm not a religious person, so I'm going to thank Randy Ambrosi. <laughs> well, you're spiritual, and let me say this. There's nothing wrong with being grateful and saying it. And that's what I'm hearing from you. So good for you. And I I do want to come back around on mental health, if you don't mind, um, because why wouldn't we talk about it? Well, Carl Nassib, if you don't mind, because when he comes out as the first openly gay player in the NFL active, and my mind went to Michael Sam. He was more the trailblazer than this guy. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It's not a contest. It's not a race. What do you think this means for pro sports in the NFL? I mean, I don't think anyone's going to say it's it's not a good thing, right? Um, Michael Sam, can I tell you a quick story about Michael Absolutely. Sam? Absolutely. When he, yeah, when he played for the Alouettes, we had him on off the record via satellite, right? Uh, and so we start, uh, I start the interview, and we're talking obviously about him, uh, him being, you know, an out gay man playing professional football and he's and he says ah i don't want to talk about that anymore and i'm thinking okay dude you're not going to make the team you're never going to get on the field and if you do you're going to probably play one game you're just another import who's come to i didn't say this to him but it's like why the hell would i care what you have to say about anything else at this point right like (laughs) i want to speak to you because you have done this you know really important thing and that you are gay you are proud of being gay you are good with the idea that people will know and you want to play football so it was like oh my god that was it was a terrible interview because he just wanted to talk about other stuff and i said (laughs) to him like i don't think you really want to talk cfl with me because i don't even think you probably know how many downs there are and i wasn't being a dick when i said it you know it wasn't like oh god i can't believe i said it in kind of a fun way so of course uh, you would. As, yeah, keep going. I'm enjoying this so much. Keep going. Yeah, I, I just remember. I just remember thinking, like, well, what else are you going to talk about? Sorry, but because he had just joined the Alouettes, <laughs> and uh, you you knew that he probably wasn't going to be long for the CFL because you know guys who are linebackers in you know who try out in the NFL who are slow typically you know don't cut it in the CFL where you got to go sideline to sideline, right? Um, but in, you know, in terms of the, the news, you know, yesterday, I mean, I can't imagine anyone saying it's a bad thing. Um, but I, I think, I think it's a, there's a limited effect because in this, this actually really does tie to mental health. Um, when I, when I give talks, uh, which used to be face to face and now are all virtual, when I was face to face, I would say to people, okay, I want to ask you guys some questions. How many of you think that racism is still a problem in 2021? And everyone puts up their hand, right? How many of you think that you're racist? Not many put up their hands. How many of you think the stigma around mental illness is still a problem in 2021? Uh, Everybody puts up their hand. How many of you think you're part of the problem with the stigma? No one puts up their hand. So I say either you are the most educated, well-informed, broad-minded people on the planet, or maybe you're not aware that you're part of the problem. And I think that's a lot of what we see with the news that we got yesterday is a lot of people saying, oh, my God, this is great. Oh, it's so good. And oh, my gosh, you know, I can't wait for the day when we don't have to celebrate someone coming out of the closet. Um, And a lot of those people, and I'm not saying I'm not one of them, maybe aren't as open minded 
as they think they are. Because everyone seems to think everyone else is part of the homophobic problem, yet no one seems to admit that they are part of the problem. Um, I could talk to you about this for days. Three weeks ago, I finished a Recovery Coach Academy week long. I had to take a week off here. Theron Fleury and I were both in it to be a certified recovery coach, which I now am, but we talked about white privilege. And it's like, if you, a lot of people that have white privilege don't even know that they have it because they've never lived outside. Right? So that's the thing. But you, you grow up as a minority, you don't see females on the air, uh, First Nations on the air, black people on the Asians, positions of leadership. I'm sorry to go down that road, people, but it's a, it opened my eyes because I don't consider myself a racist at all, but I'm like, Rod, you've had the best ticket in life that you didn't even know you had. It's a thing. You know, you know it's, it's so true, and there's so much that I've reflected on because of mental health, because you know, mental health would be in the same category as uh, LGBTQ equal rights would be in the same category as, uh, as racism, as, as bigotry when it comes to religion, as sexism. You know, they're kind of all you know, marginalized groups who, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, are affected by other people's perception. And those people very seldom see themselves as part of the problem. You know, America, you know, just doesn't, they don't see themselves, maybe because they don't want to, or maybe because some of them are lying. But, you, you know, you talk to Americans about, about, about people of color and how they're so behind the curve and how, you know, black people in the United States make, I, I don't know what the percentage is, 20% say of what white people make. Like, how, how is that acceptable? And how is it possible that that's, that doesn't tell you that somebody's success in life is dictated by their race? Their opportunities are dictated by race. So, I, you know, I think that, that we are perhaps to some extent, especially in the U.S., going in the wrong direction. And in Canada, yeah. you know, when, 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 you have, when you have First Nations topics that come up, you know, people deny the fact that, you know, we stole their land and that we oppressed them and that we continue to. And in a lot of people's minds, you are on, you know, in, uh, you're in, uh, I was at Fond du Lac, Saskatchewan. Uh, do, do you know Fond du Lac? Oh, of um, course. Yeah. I went there to speak at a high school, uh, and there's people that believe that Fond du Lac, Saskatchewan, is impoverished because they're lazy, because this is what they choose. They choose to drink. They choose to have kids when they're 15 years old. It's like I'm just getting worked up, like you were. Now I'm getting pissed off. I'm getting pissed <laughs> off at just how you know it's it's <sighs> okay. Oh, you're I'm done. Okay. Well, I just I've just I'm not started. done, but. Well, I know, but I just start. listen, it's a sports show, and that's what people are saying, stick to sports. But I just started to learn about generational trauma and what's encoded in your DNA when you experience it and you pass it along to your kids, blah, blah, blah. It's a topic, Michael, for another time. Can I just divert this <laughs> back yeah. just to the Stanley Cup? make sure that you, yeah. you have me on, because don't forget, you know, in my life, I get told all the time, you know, don't talk about politics. You see, I'm like, uh, I become obsessed when Donald Trump came down the escalator um, and he announced that he was running, I became obsessed with my hatred for him. Uh, and as time has gone on, it's not like it's been alleviated. You know, watching 30,000 lies and watching Americans now, and, uh, and I'll, you know, I won't go on about this, but saying, you know, January 6th, it was just looked like a normal tourist day. I'm like going, what word, world do we live in? where it's now become acceptable to lie. So um, 
bring me back and we'll talk about that. But as yeah, for now, we should talk yeah. about what you want to talk about. Well, just Jordan Ewart writes in, he's watching on YouTube. He says, trauma is a real thing. Sports and culture also goes together, people. It's 2021. Don't hide from these conversations. But I'm just saying, Michael and I could go on for literal hours on this because we're fascinated by it. I just want to leave you with this. The Stanley Cup playoffs, I saw Pierre Lebrun saying on SportsCenter last night, you know, expect the unexpected. How awesome have they been in your mind? I mean, Toronto, dude. Sorry. They've sucked. Uh, I actually was brought up on the Leafs. So I, I in my house Sorry. growing up, the biggest, the biggest thing was the Argos, by far in my house. My dad, my grandfather was a season's ticket holder in 1940, right after the war at Varsity Stadium. And he brought my dad up on the Argos, who brought me and my brother up on the Argos. Uh, and the Maple Leafs, I sort of, my dad didn't love them as much as he loved the Argos, but, you know, he was a Leaf fan or is a Leaf fan. And I inherited that. So I, I was super pissed off, super disappointed, um, and super, um, I, I think that we were all cheated because of the pandemic and our inability to fill stadiums or arenas. Um, the, the hockey that we saw, you know, was nothing like you see with the intensity. Like tonight in Vegas, it will be insane. It will be awesome. It will feel like like just watching people. My daughter and I watch basketball together. And she's going, oh, my God, look at those people. Those people in Brooklyn are going nuts. I want to be able to go nuts in that kind of environment. So I think the playoffs have been I think the playoffs have been really good. I think the playoffs in the NBA have been really good. Part of that is because, you know, it's kind of the freshness of actually seeing live sporting events with engaged crowds. Uh, I'm disappointed in the Maple Leafs. I hope the Habs lose. I hope they lose. I mean, I was hoping for four, then five. Now I'll take six. I live on a street where I'm walking outside. I'm walking my dog and guys are going, hey, Landsberg, Leafs didn't do so good. How about those Habs? It's like, you know, leave me alone. <laughs> I know it, man. So, I, I, thanks for your honesty because I get bitten all the time on things that I say, Michael. So thanks for keeping it real. You're awesome. This was fun. I, I know you probably got to get rid of me now, but as soon as I click off, I'm just going to keep t- talking and pretending I'm talking to you, Rod. You know, <laughs> it's been fun. Uh, oh, Rod, that's a great question. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's fun to talk about. Re- I, I loved, I mean, we built OTR on the social, moral, and political issues of sport. And then we evolved from that when we realized that we had kind of played it out. But, you know, I, I love the idea of talking about right and wrong more than I love the idea of talking right wing, left wing. Oh, I know. Me too. I know. I know. All right, Michael. Thanks. I appreciate Thank the you. time. Let's do it again soon. The iconic Michael Landsberg joining us from the big smoke. And we are, as he pointed out, late for a break. So we'll be right back with a sports update viewer takeover. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Carried in Ontario on Rogers and Koji Co. Cable. Live on YouTube and Facebook daily and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. So now I'm going to give this a go. What do you think, Moose? I'm into it. I think it looks actually... Cooler than I thought. Yeah, I kind of think 
I would almost need bigger ones. Like For our bigger. listeners that are listening live at rodpeterson.com slash listen live or tune into the podcast, I'm wearing headphones now. Cans, and, as we say in the radio business. And how good do you sound? I don't know if I sound any different. You I don't. feel better. But it, and that's the main thing. Yeah. We're going to get into some old-time off-the-record stories. Every time Landsberg comes on, that just comes up. And the story of me bombing on off the record. It was like one of the worst days of my life. It was a very funny story, though. But a sports update. Steven Stamkos had two goals and a helper, and Andre Vasilevsky notched his fourth career playoff shutout, helping the Tampa Bay Lightning route the Islanders 8-0 in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Lightning up 3-2 now. Game six goes Thursday on Long Island. With tip-off of its third season coming Thursday, the Canadian Elite Basketball League has announced that Edmonton, home of the 2020 champion Edmonton Stingers, will host the 2021 CEBL Championship weekend from August 18th to the 22nd at the Edmonton Expo Centre. In Monday's announcement, the league also unveiled its playoff schedule, which will begin August 14th. The 2021 CEBL season tips off Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, as the Ottawa Blackjacks host the Niagara River Lions at TD Place. The Hamilton Honey Badgers take on the defending CEBL champion Stingers in Edmonton on Saturday in a game that will be nationally televised on CBC. Fraser Valley hosts Saskatchewan that evening to complete this season's opening weekend of action. Do you know what I hear a lot, Moose, from people in this land? How come nobody covers the CEBL but you? I don't know the answer to that. Do you? No, but we're here for it. The Buffalo Bills have received the green light from New York State health officials to return to full capacity for home games this season. Vaccinated and unvaccinated fans will be allowed to attend, though unvaccinated folks will be required to wear masks under federal guidelines. And Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib has become the first active NFL player to come out as gay. Nassib announced the news on Instagram saying he wasn't doing it for the attention, but because he thinks that representation and visibility are important. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. So let's load them up the rest of the way with whatever the heck you want to talk about. Robin Wildy watching in the gateway to the north says it looks like Rod is plugged into a Walkman. Is that... An insult or a compliment? Um, Do you know what a Walkman is, yeah, by the of, way, of, son? Of, <laughs> How about of course, that? Of I'm course, I So in Winyard, sometimes we could get the city radio stations, the country stations. So you'd put the tape in with the play and the pause button on, right, and record. Yeah. Anyways, you have what they call on-ear headphone size, on-ear. We need to get the over-ear ones, which are a little bit bigger. I think then it would look less like, I think, you know, the foam padded Walkman headphones that just sit on top of your ear. Yeah. Well, they work. And at this stage of my life, that's all I care about. Like Velcro shoes. They work. Function. Functional. Is better. Yeah. (laughs) Um, From, I like what producer Clark says. Rod's here like, good morning, Vietnam. (laughs) This Remember is that? not a test. This, this is, is not a test. Roll. Follow the Ho Chi Minh Trail. <laughs> I'll catch you. Mandy in Edmonton. I remember the first song I heard in a Walkman was Vanilla Ice. Ice, Ice, Baby. That was playing the other day. Where the heck was Ooh. I? Was that with you? Yeah. It was playing somewhere. And I thought about this 90s concert they had in the Agrodome a couple years ago. 
pre-pandemic times, kids. And it was vanilla ice and salt and pepper and I think Destiny's Child. Yep. And apparently, because I didn't go, but damn, I wish I had. When he busted into Ice Ice Baby, like the roof came off the place. Like eyes in the, everybody went nuts. Can you imagine? House party. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. And then it would just. Guy go. looks a lot like Ricky Folding. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> looks like Ricky Folding. I feel like this show right now is very close to going right off into the ditch. And we'll have no interest in bringing it back onto the road. No just, interest. Just, yeah. <laughs> just letting it, get, letting it roll. Oh, to Kona Pauly in Winnipeg. Says, Rod, how about those Danes? And a little mention on that Canadian soccer bubble in Winnipeg. Stop with the CPL for a minute. <clears throat> Denmark beat Russia 3-1 in Euro 2020. Going to put that out there. <laughs> so I'm starting to think that my countrymen, it is kind of cool to look at the guys that are from the country that you came from prancing around out there playing soccer. Is that kind of, am I related to that guy maybe? Did his grandpa hang out with my grandpa? Do you think those things when you watch? I know, right? What's the what I'm thinking. I know. So, yes, I am watching it a bit, but don't tell anybody. We'll be right back with full-on viewer takeover. We'll get to the text line. And we got betting expert Andy McNeil coming up in hour three. We'll talk about these odds. Tampa Bay's got the best odds to win the Stanley Cup right now. Can you believe it? Lots to get to. It's the RP Show on this Tuesday. Canada's daytime sports talk show continues after this on uh, Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. What up? Thanks. We saw. I can see. <laughs> I know that this viewer takeover segment is going to be a lot of fun. I can just feel it in my bones. And I can tell with the viewers... That you're enjoying it, too. I, 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 again, apologize to the podcast listeners, the Listen Live listeners that are listening to sports radio right now because today's turned into a very visual show. <clears throat> but I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. And what's ironic about that, that engineer that hated me, and for good reason, because I was so persnickety, just like Howard Stern when it came to the sound and what I needed uh, he always wanted me to wear headphones, and I wouldn't. <laughs> you know that. I would plug a speaker in in the, in the studio and just turn up the speaker. He hated it. <clears throat> but I always won. Uh, <laughs> anyways, the topic came back about walk, the Walkman. And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman right now. And I remember when I got my first Walkman, when my family... Got its first Walkman because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest. So how, how often do you think I got it? Yeah, exactly. And I remember when that thing, we got out of the package and we just stared at it for a good long while. What is this? We can walk and listen to the radio at the same time? We can leave the house? And it plays cassette tapes? 
And then that's the 80s. And then I remember going to PA, being the voice of the Raiders, when the CD Walkman came out. Discman. Right, the Discman. And I bought it at Superstore, right at the bottom of the hill. You all know that in PA? You probably do too. Bottom of 2nd Avenue. I just sat on the bus and looked at it. This thing plays CD? What? And it has an anti-skipping lock on it? I Remember got, that? I got my first CD player. I ordered it from the Sears catalog, saved up my money, picked out the one I wanted. The Discman was interesting because you had to hold it just flat. If you went for a walk with it or flipped it sideways, it would skip. So when you got the anti-skip one, that was always cool. Um, yeah. And I thought the Walkman was because it had the little belt clip. You could exactly. clip it right on so your belt. So people, I, I, I encourage you to write in with your comments. We're not going to be able to get to all of them. It's just... It's brought back a great <laughs> memories for everybody. Ryan in Saratoga, New York, sharing a Walkman with your brothers. That brings me back from Drew Koser from the Off the Hazel podcast. What's a Walkman? It's just imagine your phone that's a radio the size of your phone that you plug headphones into and you can leave the house and walk around, man. Oh, but hence Walkman. What? Yeah, but like I open up Spotify. I got like. 160,000 songs here just that I've listened to on, on Spotify. But if you wanted more than 12 songs with your disc, man, you had to lug around a binder that was about this thick <laughs> and we did. of CDs, and you'd lug that around with your disc, well, man, you'd be flipping discs. What about when so? you went to the parties and you had your case of cassettes and then people started to crap on your music selection? And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? Oh, just plug in some blank. I don't have it. <laughs> I, don't I have can't it. just search for it. I got what I got. <laughs> Mandy in Edmonton. We used to have cameras too. <laughs> Not just phones. <laughs> well, I remember this. Go look this up, kids. CC Peniston. You know that name? <laughs> the song Finally by CC Peniston. I'll never forget. On my radio, no, my CD Walkman. What'd you call it? Discman. Discman. We were rolling into the Seattle Center Arena in downtown Seattle. Our coach was Don Clark, and Shane Willis was sitting on the other side of the aisle from me. Shane Willis. Shane, what you talking about, Willis? Who went on to the Carolina Hurricanes and did color for the Hurricanes. He might still, which shocked the hell out of me because he had a, quite a stutter when he played in PA. And now he's a radio color guy in the NHL. How about that? Wow. Anyways. How about that? I had that song on repeat. And like after the seventh time, Shane Willis turns to me and he's like, you like that song, Roddy? (laughs) (laughs) Funny how you remember that stuff. Oh, I know. I know. Look it up. Finally, C.C. Peniston. Couldn't get enough of it. The biggest pain on the Walkman and the Discman, but it was the batteries. We'd slide it in. And if you didn't put that little piece of felt fabric underneath the battery to pop them out, you know, you're digging in with your fingernails to try and change the batteries. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 45 seconds Clark says as he eats at the control room do they know that you're eating at the, at the controls I can tell you're eating my old engineer wouldn't have liked that before we go off the air in hour one Andy McNeil coming up in hour two who's the top candidate for the Conn Smythe Trophy for playoff MVP leading the way Braden Point actually he and Kerry Price are tied on Twitter with 41% each of the vote Nikita Kucherov in third place, Alex Petrangelo in fourth. 
We'll continue all the fun and frivolity in hour two. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, live across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and uh, listen live at rodpeterson.com. See you after the break. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.